following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! Oh, it's good to be back. Everybody excited to be back? We are back, baby. We are f***ing back. We are back. Yeah. Classic. We are back. That's we right. are back. I'm glad you boys are excited. We're back. Welcome to the Bob Matthews Podcast. I hope everybody has had a good summer so far. Remember, summer is not over until oh, about the middle of September. So even though football is right around the corner, it is still summer and it will be summer for some time. Thanks, as always, to the good friends at DraftKings for helping us stay on the air. And we've got a special offer from DraftKings coming up in just a few minutes. Also, in just a few minutes, you're going to hear from Ron Rivera. You're going to hear from Carson Wentz and more as the first week of training camp gets started. But some observations before we go ahead and go to the podium with your exclusive post-camp sound. The offense looked good one day. The defense looked good one day. There's not a whole lot that you can tell about the future of a team the first week of camp. Anybody that gets too high or too low is basically got a case of Ashburn syndrome and needs to get on some medication pretty quick. One of the things, there there are a couple of things, though, that we've been able to deduce uh, from watching the guys in shells for the last four days. Uh, the Commanders have the day off on Sunday. They are back on the practice field on Monday, depending on when you listen to this. But one of the first things that does jump out at you is that, aside, you know, individual plays aside, the Commanders have a bona fide QB1, something they haven't had in a long time in Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz may or may not have a great season. He may be a complete bust. He might fracture the locker room the way he did in Philadelphia. But then again, he might not. He has all the talent in the world. You can tell that just by watching him. He is bigger than anybody that has played quarterback here in Washington maybe in 20 years. He is faster. Uh, Robert Griffin III, not aside. I shouldn't say faster. He is more elusive and certainly more athletic uh, than anybody that's been here maybe since RG3. Uh, And he's got one of the biggest arms, and let me just say the biggest and most accurate arm we've seen in 20 years. And the reason I put him a little bit past RG3 is because, remember, everything we saw with RG3 was his rookie year. Carson Wentz has got seven years experience in the NFL. He's in his athletic prime right now. Whether he gets to 
reaches full potential and that manifests itself in Washington, obviously, is something that we're going to find out this year. I would like to believe that what the commanders did in the offseason, we've talked about this before and we'll talk about it again, is pull off a steal. Everybody has been, the narrative on Carson Wentz is, oh my God, this is his third team in three years. Okay, yeah, that's true. But let's try to put into context, at least for the sake of argument, why that may be. Number one was, of course, Philadelphia. And I think we have enough experience with the Philly sports scene to know when things go bad there, they can go bad in a hurry. He was, you know, that city likes to eat its young. And as far as last year in Indianapolis went, I mean, let's face it. Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, learned from his father, Bob Ursay. And until the Ursays had the good fortune to flip a coin, have it come up heads and draft Peyton Manning, they were viewed as one of the most dysfunctional front offices in the NFL. It's amazing what winning will do for you and lucking into a transformational player will do for you. Bob Ursay was the guy that moved the Colts out of Baltimore in the middle of the night. We've heard all offseason that Carson, the Carson Wentz trade to Washington was an Ursay decision, not necessarily a Frank Reich decision. And yeah, it's not good the way he played the last two weeks, especially the last week of last season against the Jaguars. But he's owned up to that, owned up to the fact that he didn't play well. And again, Ursay made an emotional decision based upon both that game and the fact that Wentz didn't take the COVID vaccine. And, you know, I think he should have taken the vaccine, but um, let's, you know, let's not get into that right now. If you just look at his performance last year in total, pretty damn good. And, you know, numbers aside, yes, I know, he had Jonathan Taylor running the ball. Well, he's going to have Antonio Gibson in a pretty talented backfield here. But let's forget all of that, and let's just concentrate on wins and losses. If I were to say to you right now, Carson Wentz is going to give us 9-6 and six the first 15 games as Commanders fans. Now, I don't know what's going to happen the last two weeks of the season. I can see into the future. i got a crystal ball here. And this crystal ball, which is 100% accurate, up to a point, says it can see into the future the first 15 weeks of the season, first 15 games of the season. And Carson Wentz is going to win nine of those. Would you take it? I think you would. I know I would. So I think with the weapons he's got around him, I'm not as concerned about the three teams in three years, as a lot of people are. It'll be interesting. I'm looking very forward to seeing them up close and personal next week. We're going on up to practice, uh, the one at FedEx on the 6th, I guess, Saturday the 6th. Uh, And then we'll be there for the Panthers game as well, first preseason game of the season. Um, So looking forward to seeing him in person and seeing the difference between how he runs the offense, and how Taylor Heineke runs the offense, or ran the offense last year. All right, let's get into it, and let's start 
take you up to the podium, and let's hear from head coach Ron Rivera first and some of his observations after week one of camp. If you missed it, Rivera did give us some news on Chase Young this week. Chase, of course, recovering from that ACL injury week 10, I believe it was, or somewhere around there last year. We found out this week that they actually, I think, had to, I think it was some tendon grafts, they said. Took some, had to take some tendon grafts from one knee, put it in from the healthy knee, and, and put it into the injured knee. And Rivera said that young starting training camp on the pup list uh, is something that they have been expecting. And he said that you're probably not going to see him the first week of the season. You may not see him week two either. Well, I don't think there's a fair timetable, you know, other than he'll, he'll probably start off on pup into the regular season, active pup. Um, just it's, it's, unfor- it's unfortunate. Um, but it was a serious, you know, injury, obviously, with, with surgery. And um, he's doing everything he's supposed to. He's, uh, he's on time as far as uh, where the doctors think he should be. And, um, you know, as he, as he gets better and better, we can update you. But right now, this is, he, he's right where he needs to be. Well, good that it's where he needs to be, and at least we got some clarification on I think that was a good move on Ron's part. Uh, if the season starts off the way we think it should with the Commanders at the very least splitting the first four games, it would not surprise me if we didn't see him before October, week five. I would not, I would not be surprised if we don't see him before week five. Um, all that you know, hinges on his recovery. But bottom line is you don't want to see Chase Young out there until Chase Young is 100% or 95. I mean, 75% of Chase Young doesn't do you any good. You need this guy ready to go and ready to get in there and wreck some games. Hopefully, Jack Del Rio has learned his lesson from last year and is going to help that front four a little bit more and not just tell them to go out there, beat their man, and, and play their area. You know, guys like Young and Sweat are disruptors. Let them go out there and let them disrupt. Speaking of the defense and disrupting, I found it interesting what Rivera had to say about William Jackson III. Uh, Jackson said that he began feeling comfortable in this defense around the week of the Tampa game, which, as you remember, Tom Brady bought the Bucks into FedEx and the Commanders beat them. And Rivera talked about the difference in Jackson last year at this time versus this year at this time. You, be- you began to notice that he understood passing um, coverages. You know, we check coverages. And when you, when you lock a man and you get to a certain point, you got to pass him on. He kind of started to understand that. It, it wasn't just, hey, this is my guy and I'm going to run with him all over the field. What we were trying to get him to understand and seems to really have gotten it right around that point was that when I lock on a guy, but yet I got to pass him off, it gives me an opportunity to play with my eyes. Okay, so guy's going to, let's say he starts to run a slant, I start driving on him, and I know that I'm going to let him go because I got a guy going in the flat. Stuff like that, little details to, to it. Because, again, for, for so long early in his career, they played so much man. And it, to him, it was just, hey, this is my guy, and I'm going to chase him everywhere. So just kind of what have you seen from him so far in this camp in terms of I think you see a better understanding of what we're doing and how we're doing it, more so than anything else. And that, that's good to see. It really is. Because um, he, he's, he can be a very integral part just because of his athletic, athletic ability and his skill set. 
he can put himself in position to make plays for us. I hope he does that, considering how much they paid for him on the free agent market last year. When we come back, Carson Wentz is in the house. We are also going to hear from Curtis Samuel, another player supposed to be a key last year, spent most of it obviously hurt, hopefully going to rebound this year in a big way. All that is next, right here on the Bob Matthews Podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to a grand. If it doesn't win, you're going to get another shot to cash in. So you can throw down all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. Your betting options feel endless. Hey, don't forget, coming up next weekend, guess what's back? The Premier League. That's right. Premier League starts next weekend. Ton of soccer games on deck. You can put some money down on that if you feel like it. And again, if those bets don't win, you've up to a thousand in free bets if one doesn't win. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw all your cash whenever you want. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to a thousand dollars. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire. 888-789-7777. Or you can go to ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369 in New York. Visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text TN Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. 21 and older, 18 and older in Wyoming, physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit required, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast. Time now to catch up with the Commander's new quarterback. Carson Wentz acquired, of course, as we all know by now, because we've done our reading from Indianapolis for a draft pick, and, of course, they took on the entire contract, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Wentz has been saying and apparently doing all the right things so far. Uh, And we asked him how things are going, especially getting used to his new crop of receivers, which could be, as a group, some of the most talented he's ever worked with. 
Yeah, feel good. Honestly, it's been it's been a fun adjustment, new adjustment from the moment we got here uh, in the spring, and um, just kind of stayed the course, stayed the course, keep learning the playbook, learning these guys. Got you know got around them a little bit this summer too, and um, today was was fun to get back out there and officially kick it off the right way. And uh, you know we got a lot of work to do. You know I got a lot of work to do, but um, I'm excited for the season. I think early on for me is just finding that timing and chemistry with guys. You know, you, you get a little bit of it in the spring, you get a little bit of it in the summer, you know, on your own. Um, but now that you're out here against the defense, all that stuff, just understanding guys, uh, how they get in and out of breaks, in and out of cuts, finding that chemistry so I can, you know, get the ball out on time, where it needs to be, and just start working that chemistry with these guys. That's really the focal point kind of for me early on, but then also just building that culture, that chemistry with all the guys both on and off the field. Um, and it's been fun uh, even just through, through these first day and a half here. And with regards to the playbook, where is that process for, for you? I mean, I'm sure at one point you want to get it so you're completely uh, yeah. instinct, but like, where are you kind of now with that? Yeah, I feel good with it. Honestly, I feel good. It's Again, it was an adjustment in the spring. It was a lot of information. It's always a new language, uh, but it's the part of the game that I love. It's the part of understanding the X's and O's, asking the questions, why are we doing this, what's going on here? Um, and Coach has been awesome helping me learn and, and learn quickly, and uh, I feel pretty good with it. Saying all the right things. Also saying all the right things is Curtis Samuel. He did get a veteran rest day. I think it was Friday. Uh, might have been Saturday. Still a little concerned that the coaching staff, Rivera and the coaching staff, is saying that, well, we're being cautious with him. We're being cautious with him. It's been over a year since he had that groin injury. I would hope that he was fully healed by now. But we caught up with Curtis earlier in the week, and he said that, as far as he's concerned, it's all good. No, yeah, I feel good. I mean, I feel fast. You know, that's the main thing. I mean, I'm flying around out there, and I'm able to do stuff that um, I used to do. So I'm excited about that. What was your reaction when Terry got his uh, deal? Oh, I was excited. You know, that's my brother. Um, you know, anytime you know you accomplish something like that, that's special, especially somebody that I've been in a dorm room with, and we've been talking about stuff like this. So now I'm excited for him and his family, you know. For, for you personally, what's a successful year for you? What do you want to show? Um... Just make things happen. Uh, you know, help the offense uh, be dynamic, uh, create big plays, uh, score touchdowns, um, and you know, most importantly, just be available. Just be out there. You have an early feel on what it's going to be like working with Carson. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um, these couple of days in OTAs, you know, been running around, flying around, throwing with him. Uh, it feels good. You know, I'm excited about uh, what's to come. I think all Commanders fans are excited as well. Curtis Samuel may be the key to this whole thing. I mean, Jahan Dotson, obviously an intriguing rookie. We know what, what Terry McLaurin can do, but the mark of really, really good teams, teams that can actually look at themselves in the mirror collectively and say, we can contend, it has three options, you know, three game-breaking options. And all due respect to Cam Sims and everybody else in that receiver room, it's those t big three that are going to be the ones that have to bring it week in and week out. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, we will have a new show for you a little bit later in the week as training camp restarts. And don't forget, we will be on the field at FedEx next Saturday, August 6th, for the Commander's Open Practice that anybody can come see. Hope that you can come 
and check it out as well. You want to follow along, though, you can check us out at Twitter, at BobMatthews965, as well as on the SportsJourney.com website. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you later in the week. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white. So many a man.